persistent imagination, centered in the feeling of the wish fulfilled, is the secret of all successful operations. This alone is the means of fulfilling the intention. Every stage of man's progress is made by the conscious, voluntary exercise of the imagination. Hello friends, before we begin today's lecture, I want to let you know about my Unlock God Mode experience and the special May 2024 cohort that we're going to be doing this upcoming month. Unlock God Mode is a unique 10-hour audio course that invites you on a powerful journey of awareness, intention, consciousness, and manifestation. Inside the course, you'll be taught powerful tools and manifestation frameworks to help you unlock the next level of your reality, up-level your creation skills, deepen your relationship with yourself, and develop a limitless mind, and also tap into absolute faith and trust in the divine. We are about to begin the May 2024 Unlock God Mode cohort, so for anyone who joins Unlock God Mode this week, you will be added to the May 2024 group coaching calls. These are bonus weekly group calls with me and other members of the group, and I'll only be doing them this May. Also, as a bonus, for those that join this week, you'll receive a one-on-one personal coaching call with me to help you with any challenges or goals that you have. So head over to unlockgodmode.xyz or use the link in the show notes to lock in your spot in the Unlock God Mode experience. For those that join, this will be an extraordinary life-changing, transformative experience for you, and I'm so excited to have you in the group. I hope to see you inside the course, and now, enjoy this episode. You are creating out of a power that is infinite, and you don't need any contacts in the world. You don't need to know the right people or anything else in the world. All you need to know is Christ, and Christ is your own wonderful human imagination. What else do you need to know but Christ? So let no one tell you he's out there and he looks like this. There is no personal representation in Scripture concerning Jesus Christ. Not one little thought is mentioned concerning what he looks like. Yet our churches have hundreds and hundreds of paintings. No two alike. Each tell you that is what Jesus looks like. He looks just like you. As you're told in Scripture, it does not yet appear what we shall be, but we know this much. When he does appear, we shall know him. Why? We shall be like him. Just like you when he appears. So let no one tell you that he looks other than you, because that's not Christ. And yet, in spite of the second commandment, make no graven image unto me, we have all these little indulgences. People buy, and they bow before it, and call that Christ. Something made with a human hand, and then they forget the maker and worship the thing made. Don't forget the creator. The creator is your own wonderful human imagination. Whatever you create is less than you, the creator. So you can create a fortune or either take it from you. You can create another one. So whatever you can make, you can keep on making if they take it from you. So this is the power of which I speak. I am not speaking of any earthly power. Many a man this night Last year, I was in Barbados for a few months. And my brother, who has made quite a fortune, and he was talking about these men. And he didn't realize what he was saying. He mentioned five men. 
all multimillionaires. And when he got through telling me of this, how they worked so hard and they did all this, they have all this money, I said, Vic, you admire them? Why, certainly. They're powerful. And what's powerful? You just painted five biographies for me. World pictures of five men. The last one you painted is only 63 years old. He has, you tell me, about 25 million. And you have to tell him when to eat. He doesn't know. Doesn't know his name. Doesn't know anything. And all of a sudden, they put the food in his mouth, and they say, chew. And then he chews. And he keeps on chewing forever. And they'll say, swallow. And he swallows. And you call that a man? So he has 25 million, so what? And the others, so they gave all their time, what, making money, just making things. And everyone you have mentioned and defined for me, well, I wouldn't, I wouldn't put anyone, my worst enemy, if I had one, in his place. So he has money, and he, he's totally unaware of the fact that he has one nickel. So he has 25 million. And that's what you call a man, but that's not my concept of a man. I am telling you something entirely different, Vic. You have lots of money, may never happen to you. So you have millions too. You want to be like that? All these fellows are demented. They gave their entire life to the making and amassing of things, and they started to worship things. Don't you start worshiping things. You start worshiping God, and only God, and God is your own wonderful human imagination, and don't you forget it. So if this building is yours, suppose it burns tonight, so what? You know what you did to build it? Build another one. You, tomorrow you may have the whole thing burn flat. And so don't be concerned about what you've accumulated as things in the world. Find God and worship only God. And God is not on the outside. You'll never see him on the outside. You'll see him within because can you see I am? You can see I am a man and see the man reflected. You can say I'm a poor man and see the man reflected in the eyes of those who know he's poor. And you can see every concept you hold of self. But the conceiving being you don't see, that's God. My concept of myself could be this, that, or the other. The concepts will be reflected in society. And men will tell me who I'm conceiving myself to be, but no man knows who I really am. I, the conceiver, they don't know. But they know what I've conceived myself to be. My bank balance will tell the banker what I've conceived myself to be in the financial world. And all these concepts, men will see concepts, but they can see me, the conceiver. But don't forget the conceiver, that's God. And that being is your own wonderful I am this, that's God. And there never was another. I never will be another. So God is bringing forth his own being because he's buried in us and he's bringing it up to enter the stream of creativity so that the same one being, God is infinite in potential, but God is not infinite in actual fact because then he'd be dead. He couldn't expand. He couldn't go beyond what he is. So God is ever-expanding. There's no limit to expansion. There was only a limit to contraction. He took upon himself that limit when he became Neville. That was the limit of contraction, the limit of opacity. Now he breaks the shell by my exercise within me of the law of repentance. And so I exercise my imagination. And then he breaks the shell. Now there's no limit now to expansion, no limit to translucence. There was only a limit he placed upon himself, which was the limit of death which is opacity and contraction. So, God is infinite in potential. And everyone here is going to join that wonderful stream of creativity and be one with God. 
Now, when you hear it, don't just hear it and forget it. Try it. Put it to the extreme test. And then tell another. And have the other tell someone else. And spread the good news. This is called the gospel. Or the word gospel simply means good news. It's the good news about God. How God became man, that man may become God. Well, if God's name is I am, and I know I say I am, it's the core of my being. I can say I'm sick, but I can get over sickness, but I can't get over being I am. I can get over being rich and become extremely poor, but I can't get over being I am. So he actually became the core of my being. That's the center. Well, no, that's my being. Well, if that is God, and that's my being, well, he became me. God actually became me that I may become as he is. He took upon himself this limitation, that I may become what he is, which is infinite, and expand forever. So you try it tonight. Try it with anything in this world. The unmarried, if you desire to be married, what symbol in the world would imply that you are married? A little band in this Western world, a little band around this finger. Not around any other finger. Around this finger. It doesn't have to be the biggest aspidastra in the world. Just a plain little gold ring. If you wore it there, it would imply you're married. Sleep tonight as though you wore one. Don't put your physical thumb on it. Put your imaginary thumb on it. And feel it in your imagination. You can do it. Feel a ball. Can you feel it? Then feel a piece of silk. Feel this. One after the other. Can you discriminate between all these different sensations? If you can discriminate between this and a tennis ball and a baseball, a piece of silk, then you can't discriminate between nothings. They must exist, though unseen by your eyes. They still must exist. So if I can discriminate between these unseen objects, these objects, though unseen, must be real. Well, now take that and put it there. But feel when you wear it that you are proud of the one who put it there. You don't have to see what he looks like. When it's put there, you'll be proud of his name, you bear it, and you'll be proud of him. Just put it there. You know why I know that? My wife did it. She did it. Actually, she did it. One day, she was in the presence of a, a so-called sensitive. And this one said to her, why did you take off your wedding ring? She said, I am not married. Oh, she don't fool me. You took off your wedding ring. He said, but I did, I'm not married. So I'll even tell you his name. And she started off with Neb, Neber, Neber. She didn't quite get it, but she was coming very, very close to it. She was actually sensing what my wife in consciousness was feeling. When I first met her, I wanted her the very first day I knew her. I wanted to marry her, but I was entangled. Was I entangled? But by this law, I disentangle myself. Without hurting anyone, I disengage myself from all these complexities so that I could actually legitimately say, will you marry me? But in the meanwhile, she was wearing the ring. I hadn't yet put her there, but she allowed me to put her there and stepped as though I had put her there. So I tell you, unmarried ladies, if you decide to be married, maybe you don't, if you do, that's the way to do it. And you'll come out of the nowhere. You don't have to go and buy anyone or try to meet the right people. Usually when you try to meet the right one, he's always the wrong one. So don't go searching. 
Those who go searching for love only make manifest their own lovelessness, and the loveless never find love. Only the loving find love, and they never have to seek for it. So you fall in love, you don't have to seek for it. You draw them. They come to you. So here, this is the power of which I speak. The power of the universe, the power that created and sustains the universe, is resident in you as your own wonderful human imagination. That's God. Don't forget it. I know it's difficult when man has been trained to believe in an external God. And he goes to church, gets on his knees, and he prays to an external God. And he goes home at night. Maybe he does say his prayers, and he gets down on his knees, and he prays to an external God. All right, maybe that's a nice thing for someone to do. But I tell you, he isn't out there at all. You won't be criticized for it, but he's within you. Very personal, may I tell you? He's very, very personal. And within you. You've been listening to the Manifest with Neville Goddard podcast. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please follow the podcast on Spotify and Apple to receive future lectures. And visit nevildaily.com to join the free Neville Goddard newsletter. And if you have a moment, please rate the podcast. Before you go, I want to ask you a question. Are you ready to fundamentally transform your reality and upgrade your consciousness? If so, join the in-depth immersive audio course Unlock God Mode, a guide to upgrade your consciousness to greater wealth, love, and success. This course is an in-depth exploration of your reality, a chance for you to get 30 mental upgrades, one lesson a day for 30 days that will shift your reality, upgrade your consciousness, dissolve limiting beliefs, and unlock the God mode of your personal reality. Each lesson is 15 to 30 minutes long and will guide you day by day on how to implement and test your creative power. If you're someone who wants to see real-world results with manifestation and the power of the mind, this course is designed for you. For a limited time, you can get a special discount by using the promo code GRATITUDE. Head over to unlockgodmode.xyz or use the link in the show notes. I hope you join me in this unique experience. Thank you for listening, and I'll see you in the next episode.